Welcome to Synergy, the podcast where we uncover the secrets to successful relationships, effective leadership, and transformative parenting. I'm your host, Alicia. And I'm Dan, and we'll deep dive into relationships, friendships, and most importantly, the relationship we have with ourselves. Together, we'll explore different strategies, techniques, and approaches that can help you achieve synergy in every aspect of your life. Stay curious, keep learning, and embrace the power of synergy. Welcome to Synergy. Synergy. Today we're talking about the bigger picture. Mm, This one's going to be an interesting one. It is. I think anyway. So when I say to you the bigger picture and we're talking about, you know, living, Mm. what comes to mind for you? Oh, babe, I'm such a big picture person. I'm like 10 years ahead of myself. Yeah. Like 10 years ahead of the 10 years, so like 20 years. Mm. I think about what's the bigger vision for our family? Yeah. Can we just like explain that certain people have strengths in different areas Mm. and because some people sort of operate in the now and what's relevant in this moment right now. Some people operate in what's happened previously. Some people operate in what's happening in the future. But then you've also got this sort of future future, which is like way out in advance and it can keep going. It can go decades, centuries, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As, as far as you want. I think when there's an understanding of that, yeah, and we bring it couple. back to as a couple, knowing where you play and how you operate is is a real asset. And it's so important. And also can be frustrating, I might add. Yeah, and if you don't accept the other person. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're speaking from your experience. You I get am. frustrated when I'm too big picture. However... Yeah. What we're talking about is... I'll be like, what do you think about the future of this? And you'll be like 30 years ahead. I'm like, (laughs) whoa, pump the brakes, come back a little bit. But what we're talking about is a a family dynamic. And it, you know, it could be a couple even, couple dynamic, family dynamic, where the first point is to actually identify if there's a visionary and if there's a, you know, on the ground person. Can you explain that? Okay. So visionary is like big picture like can see in the future. I'll speak from my own experience. I'm a big picture person. I don't know the steps to get there. It That part just like, it just really frustrates me because I it do, it's not clear to me. The big headings are clear to me on the way there, but the little bits and pieces in between aren't. Whereas you're the little bits and pieces in between. You're a very like structured, do this, do this, do this to get this outcome. Yeah. Which is such a strength because I'm like, thank the fucking Lord for that because- I'm not good at that. And you're good at that. Yeah. I mean, to put it simply, you're about the destination and I'm looking at how that journey happens to reach that destination. Yeah, exactly. So if you've got, so that's important that's to identify. Synergy is in that. Yeah. And that's important to identify in your relationship is, is there, is there somebody who's a visionary and somebody who's the, the doing of things or is there both doers or is there both visionaries? Hmm. Because any like you've got to make it work for you, right? For your relationship. I think this is really around self awareness and what goals and aspirations you have as a as a couple, as a family, and what you're working for. Yeah, working towards. Yeah, because there are a lot of people out there that don't have bigger goals out there or aspirations or things that they're moving towards, and they are just living the life that their habits have become accustomed to. Mm-hmm. 
whether that be, you know, in a family scenario, taking the kids to swimming, going to do their extracurricular activities, taking them to school, then you're going to But work. I think yeah. I want to make a, a really big point there, though, is the people that are doers get stuck in the doing, yes. right? Yes, yes. And if there's no no one leading the destination, because you get stuck yeah. in their day-to-day of take the kids here, take the kids there, do this, do that, do this, and just continuously keep doing that because you're a doer. That's correct. But it's not until you stop and reflect and go, why? But, but I think you also need or to be what? Do, like doing, it's not just about doing things for the kids, it's about doing things as a collective for the family, right? And if part of that is, well, which is part of self-care, doing that, self-care for your individual, you know, well-being to be the best version of you, to be able to reach that destination, that's also part of it. Definitely. Am I making sense or am I just babbling? No, I think when we talk about the bigger picture, it for me the first part of it is the desire to want something better without, well, some people might be grateful for where they're at and appreciate what they're experiencing right now. Some people might not like the the life that they're living or the mouse wheel that they're on and feel like, well, when's this going to end? Yeah. Or when is this going to get better? Either ways, no judgment. It's, it is what it is. That's right. Right. But when we, when we start looking at how do we create a better life or what, how do we move our baseline from this to something that's more pleasant? That's when we start thinking about goals, aspirations, dreams. And and that's when we start talking about, okay, well, who's the visionary? Because the thing with a couple is you can create this hyper-performance being between the two of you. If you were to put all of those skills together, all of that knowledge together and collaborate as a team and come up with an outcome or a goal... You can then achieve great things. I want to pre-frame though, because we've both been in business partnerships. Yes. And that's where I learned this. Go on, tell me more. Because if you're not focused on each other's strengths, because mine and Melissa's situation was very, very similar to what what we are. She She liked the doing of things. She's like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I'm like, okay, well, I like the visionary. So like, let's, you tell me how to get there type thing so that's why we complemented one another but I learned that and bringing that into our relationship I've already learned those lessons and I think we constantly talk about the crossover between business and and it's, relationship it's there's, like there's so many similarities so similar um but you mentioned one thing about strengths and there's a great it's a book and also you can actually do an online quiz or test about it and it's called the Gallup G-A-L-L-U-P Gallup Strengths Test And this is a great thing, whether it be in a business or a couple, for you to do to actually identify what it is that you're naturally good at and naturally wired to do. Because when you can go, okay, well, my top three are this, this, and this, and your top three are this, this, and this. If we actually put them together, we've got six really solid strengths. Mm -hmm. And you look at it as a collective rather than an individual. Yeah. Yeah. In some relationships, you know, you can... And this is where I think awareness is important because you can get into the comparison. If the relationship is somewhat dysfunctional, you can get into the comparison of this is better than that. But you've really got to look at it through the lens of if we were to put these together and and collaborate and create a person, right, how awesome would that person be and how quick could that person move towards their Mm. outcome? And that's where the teamwork part of your relationship really gets leverage. Yeah. So what's our baseline? 
What do you mean? I can tell you right now, I feel like our baseline is busy. Yeah. You know, yeah, but I, but I, I also like think strategically it's because of I feel goals. like we're in a season of busyness. Yes. But you've got to look at the long term. And I think uh, there's a lot to be said about patience with this because the more patient you can be towards the goal, as long as you're moving towards it, I think there is, you can really enjoy the journey of getting to that goal. This is and where that, I was that, go that, is, that. that is like the key lesson of the goal that I've experienced over time. It has about always been about the goal until really you realise it's not about the goal. Yeah, I was about to touch on that because it's great to have a goal but when you actually reach that destination, you're like, am I supposed to feel a different way? Am I supposed to, how am I supposed to feel about this? And there is, you know, you've reached a goal. So there's, there's accolades in that. And it's like, it makes you feel amazing, but it's a quick dopamine hit, right? Yeah. 100%. So when you, when you look at the, the actual duration and who, and it's really not even about the journey. It's about who you become on the journey. Yeah. And if right. I and if I loop back to what I'm talking about doing strengths tests and stuff, really, that's just been a step in the process in our journey about getting to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And I really think when you talk about elevating your human experience and your time on this planet, I think a great time investment is to uncover who you are. Oh, and, you know, and even, I mean, I've been doing self-development for a long time now and there's there was a point at the start where I thought, oh, I'm just like building on self-development and I'm learning all these things. Then when I became a mum, actually when I got in a relationship, that was like a whole nother, like who am I now type thing? Who have I become? Who am I creating? And then when I became a mum for the first time, it was like, okay, now who else am I creating? Who, how am I layering that person? And then when I became a mum a second time, I'm like, okay, how am I layering that person? So there's like really big milestones in my life that have created and built upon my character, mm. which I didn't see in the, f- like I didn't see at the time that I started the development journey. Can I just, uh, there's something that happened this week. I'm sure it's relevant to what we're talking about, but mm. if not, there's a shitload of value in this for people that are listening. You mentioned this week about something happened last week. And I said to you, Oh, you went away to work on the business. Yeah. And I said to you, And you were really happy. You did some things while you were there on the business and came back and over the moon, refreshed. I felt good. Felt good. Yeah. Fast forward to getting back into family routine. It was a week later. Depleted. (laughs) Yeah. And I asked you a question Mm. and I knew this question landed. It did. But I was like, this was like, this was a grenade throw. That's Mm, what that was. It was. But do you recall what the question was? What I said? What, what's wrong? You said to me first. And I said, I don't know. And then you said, because it only seems to be that you're happy when you're single. Oof. And I was like, boom, like massive fucking punch in the face. I was like, hmm, that's curious because that's what I've also noticed. Mm. And then I was like, but what's, and then do you want me to tell? Yeah, yeah keep, keep going. Yeah. Cause a lot of people right now are probably thinking, Dan, I think it's time for you to leave. <laughs> Break up. Not kidding. Um, No, but honestly, like I, without ego sat in it and I was like, okay, that has been like, I've, that's been evident to me as well. So I'm like, what is that? And I think I could have sat in the judge myself, do this, do that. Oh, maybe I'm not cut out for motherhood. Maybe like, you know, shamed myself to the, to the fucking 
sky. Nines. Mm. I could have done that. But I was like, no, there's actually truth in this, first and foremost, because that's what I always ask myself is like, when someone says something to me, I'm like, is there truth in this? And I was like, yes, there's truth in this. But I'm like, that's the bigger picture though. I'm like, what's actually surfacing underneath that? I'm like, why do I feel different when I go to Adelaide and I'm by myself? And what it came down to was I look after myself there. I put my makeup on. I go get my nails done. I go, like I put myself first and I put it as, oh, it's because I've got no kids with me. So I can put myself first when in actual fact, I can still put myself first with kids, right? Anyway, so on the Tuesday, I looked at my week and I was like, you know what? I needed to get my nails redone. I'm like, no, I'll just take them off because fuck that. Can't be bothered. Like what a time investment, all this sort of shit. I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to go get my nails done and I'm going to have a morning. I'm going to have the first three hours of my morning is just dedicated to me, which usually it's my work day and I'm like stressed out, have to get this done, have to get that done. I've got a short period of time to work in. But I was like, no, you know what? I'm actually like on track with everything. And even if I wasn't, I still would have fucking done it. Mm. I was just like, not three hours to set myself up, you know, to feel good about myself and to put myself first. I'm like, I'm going to do it. And the that was my revelation. I was like, is that the word? Revelation. So when you loop back mm. and think about from that initial question mm. to reflection and then arriving at where you've arrived, mm. what is the, where did you get lost? In the rat race of just having kids and this is and not putting myself first. And this and this is the point that I want to make about like having what is that baseline that you're becoming rolled up in mm. that you run on autopilot that isn't inspiring you and making yeah. you happy. And to be honest, because from an observation perspective, like I see like I was with the kids that week. See you come back refreshed, like you've had a vitamin hit of everything under the sun. And I'm like, awesome, this is really good. A week later, depleted. I'm like, oh, no, there's this yeah, some, what's, what's going here? on there, mm. you know. But I think that, you know, coming back to the self-care thing is like if that's in your routine and that becomes a part of your baseline, you just shift your happiness level of how you normally operate. Mm. And this is, this is what I want to bring awareness to on this podcast is like, what is the bigger picture? Are yeah. you thinking about and feeling, oh, this feels good? Because I can tell you now, like I've been in the process of relocating my business for the last couple of weeks. It's been really hectic decluttering and and getting things sorted with it. But today is we're doing podcasts and I somewhat have a break day from the business and the relocation and I feel different. Yeah. And it's like, wow, what a what a weight lifted off and you've got to listen to those signals in your body because the minute you ignore them and just go back to that old habit old patterning and if we loop you're not you're not lifting up that baseline if we loop right back to the start where the the point of reflection needs to happen first right and if I'm honest, like I probably would have got there later, way later. I that, think it's to that two revelation. things. I, I, I would have got there way later. I think it's space. No, and listen. Reflection. No, 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 no. no. Right. I would have got there later, but if you hadn't have posed that question on me or to me, I wouldn't have sat in that uncomfortable space. And what I want to point out is, and this is part of leadership in a, in a couple, is are you holding each other accountable to the vision? Because you know the type of person that I want to be showing up as. I know the type of person you want to be showing up as. And if if they heard conversations that we have, they'd be like, that's fucking brutal. Because like, <laughs> uh, you know. Give like them we, a dose of one. No, but all, in all seriousness, like you'll be like, oh, blah, 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 this. And I'm like, get your fucking shit together. Like, and you're like, yeah, you're right. I should. 
and same with me. You ask me questions like that. We're like, oh, we well, only happen when you're single. I'm like, oh, fuck. What's that about? <laughs> you know, like it. But that's the self-awareness and that's the self-growth where you've you've got to be able to go and respect your partner enough for them to pull you up and respect your partner enough to pull them up as well. Mm. So I think, don't know where the fuck I was going with that, but I hope that was valuable. <laughs> I, I, th- I don't know if we've mentioned ego in this, but I think the minute you bring e- ego to these conversations, it gets dangerous. Yeah. Because you can't, y- you, you can very easily go from ego and then resentment comes in and attack and all these different mm. elements that are and unhealthy about, for your relationship. it's not about removing ego because that's not at all possible, I don't believe. I don't think you can remove ego whole heart, like completely get rid of ego. I think you can dissipate ego and quieten ego mm. to go, okay, get back in your box over there. That you're not needed for this conversation or you're not needed for this thought pattern or this process. But I think completely thinking that you can remove ego completely is like a really false representation of what taming your ego is. Yeah. You mentioned a statement which I use as well and I think – everybody should adopt this is is there truth in this Mm. when anytime there's feedback it's like literally look at it like a jacket go i'm gonna i'm gonna try this on how does this feel is there truth? if there's an out like the tiniest bit of truth in it it's like okay i can see what you're Mm. seeing and there is truth in it Mm. i think very i think people respond too quickly and it's that's where the ego comes in and it's like they don't even try the jacket on they're not interested like i'm not fucking like that what are you talking about I was about to say for any listeners who um, this could potentially be you where somebody somebody may pose a question to you or, you know, recognises something about you that you don't agree with or don't like. It's more the, more likely that you don't like it. But <laughs> if you go, no, 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 nah, that's not true. That is a sign of your ego. That's a dead giveaway that it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> that, and, and, but, but if you do, I would just encourage you to go. And for okay, the other partner, that's when you just look and go, hmm. Curious. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. But um, no, but I would say to any listener who, because that happens with me sometimes and I'm fully aware of my ego and I'm like, that's not fucking true. And then I'm like. I think it, it totally depends is. where you're at, in, in what state you're at. If mm. you're in a high stress state and you've, you know, self-awareness is low. low. Yeah your ego is going to be high, you know. Yeah. You're going to respond in a way that you get this away from me because it doesn't feel good. You yeah. feel or, somewhat or you need to be one, defensive. Another one is, um, no, I don't do that. You do that. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, you totally do that because that's just a reflection. Yeah. That's... And that's you blaming the other person and shifting the blame to them rather than actually reflecting on that yourself and going, is that me? Is there truth in that? And I think when you when we get to the point where you can both actually try that jacket and go, oh, is, is there truth in this? Yeah, there is. And you can actually share that with the person and go, oh, I can actually see what you're seeing and have an open discussion about that. That is really where you start working well as a couple because mm. you are then owning your shit and what may be flaws or, or things that you need to look into and go, okay, where's that coming from? Or what's that about? For you, it was like at that moment in time, it was like obviously self-care for a period of time wasn't something that was prioritised, but it took that statement and you to sit in it mm. and ask that question and go, oh, okay, that's yep. what it is. Yep. Because when I didn't have kids and when I was single – I used to actually spend a lot of time on myself having a relationship and now having kids and being a mum and a partner. I'm not giving myself that same care. Level of care. Level of care. Yeah. Then there's a massive gap between putting you first and putting you last. Mm. 
and then that's going to have a different emotion and feeling that comes with it. So yeah. I think it's like once you can have those conversations, try those things on, because now I'm like, you know what? If that's what makes you happy and that's what is gives you your dose of self-care to make you feel good, you know. Go do it. Go. Mm. I'll create the space so you can go and mm. go and do that, you mm. know. And I and I think it works both ways too. Like for me, it's like I've been fantasizing for a while about going fishing. Fantasizing. Fantasizing. Hey. <laughs> love that word. Been fantasizing about going fishing because I love it because oh, it's so relaxing. Well, I haven't, you know. But I also know from a capacity mm. perspective, right now that's not my best time investment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. But I think as well, there was another two weeks ago or a week ago. You said you really wanted to get a massage yeah just you want to just one night to just have get a massage and i think the communication i think we should share how we communicate this because maybe this could be the next podcast because we're at time what's the next one and we'll jump over because i think we're on a roll here and we'll just jump into the next one so we're gonna loop off this one and talk about how we communicate Mm. the good and the bad because i wouldn't say because we've done personal development work no god no that we are exceptional all the time. There's times that I'm absolutely horrendous. Mm. So we're going to wrap this up now, but the next one, come find out how Leash and I communicate. Mm. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Synergy. We encourage you to hit the subscribe button, rate and comment. If you know someone in your life that may benefit from more Synergy, screenshot this episode and share it with them on Instagram. 